Content warning for drug use, violence, and depictions of poverty. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to Tablet, a micro RPG podcast. My name is Tim, your host and editor. Tablet is an excuse to get my friends to play and review micro RPGs with me. In this episode, we're going to be playing All Out of Bubblegum by Michael Epoch Sullivan and Jeffrey Grant. Um, it is a uh, from 2001. This is a very early micro RPG. We are hitting a classic, as it were. Um, it, the, the rules are very simple. You have sticks of bubblegum. Um, if you can roll under the amount of bubblegum you have while trying to do uh, any roll um, that isn't a specific one, you succeed. And if you roll over while trying to kick ass, you succeed. Um, you lose bubblegum when things hit you, when you fail rolls, and eventually all you can do is kick ass. Um, we are going to set our game in the 1980s in New York. Um, there is an apartment building that is owned, not owned, it's owned by a bank. The apartment building is owned by a bank, and the landlord is a, a absolute slumlord um, and leader of a gang called the Bastards. And the name of this gang lord is The Beast. That is our setting. And our motley crew of thieves and criminals who are coming to steal his money are going to be our players this time. So let's do our uh, introductions. Cassandra Snow, they, them. I will be playing Antelope, also they, them. What are The Beast's pronouns? Uh, he, him. Great. All right. I am Matthew. I'm going to be playing Roscoe, uh, and Roscoe's pronouns are he, him. My name is Manny. I use they, them pronouns, and uh, I am going to be playing at Dorothy Clatterbucket. Her pronouns are she, her, and uh, this is a bit of an origin story for a long time. Listeners might recognize <laughs> this character. <laughs> All right, so... We um, forgot to talk about why we're stealing from this man, or was that not important? Um, it is important. Great. Um, so I think we're going to start with a, um, a shot of the building first. So uh, we'll start with the building. It is a, a, practically a character as well. It is the Malone building. Um, it is 60 stories or so in um, a rough part of New York, um, the, uh, the building is, um, filled with, uh, all manner of folk, but many of the people in this building are under the beast's payroll. Um, at the top of the building, he keep, he doesn't trust banks. And this, uh, became known to the three of our heroes, uh, because he has a room on the top floor of this building that he has a massive safe in and inside that safe is all of this man's worldly money protected by maybe hundreds of armed guards. And for some reason, these three think they can take it. Now, the reason these three have any reason to do this at all, besides being a certain amount of character insistent on kicking ass <laughs> <laughs> um, is because of I'll also let you guys take it away what's the uh, origin well we were roommates and everything was going great we were getting along super well and then the beast kicked us out and we didn't like that we sure didn't. It was a rough week. I got turned down, um, didn't get a part in the, the revival of Carousel, came home to find an eviction notice, and then I just said, well, you know, Dorothy, that's 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 it. Uh, I'm going to take my bag of cocktails and uh, the skills I've learned from tending the bar, and uh, we're going to uh, open a can of whoop-ass on the beast. <laughs> And I had Roscoe. I'd been using brass knuckles just to make my way across town for a while. So I had Roscoe hook him up with some electricity so that if I pushed a button, I could electrocute people. I still don't think the taser was invented yet. <laughs> Who said anything about tasers? This is Roscoe's brilliant hacking. 
I also think it's interesting that no one has questioned that I might electrocute myself with this plan. Which oh, was- I trust you, Anna. God damn it. All right. Taser was first developed in the mid-1970s by American woot, inventor woot. Jack Cover. Yeah, on top of that, Roscoe's just a bit of a tinkerer himself, so on and so forth, and uh, operated his his little repair business out of the apartment that we'd all shared. And so, not only the uh, the home, but the livelihood is now gone. And uh, here's the question. Which one of us heard the rumor about the Beast's Vault? That sounds like an antelope thing. <laughs> antelope heard the rumor because antelope likes to creepily make their way around town and eavesdrop. <laughs> no one really knows how antelope makes money, but it's never been an issue. <laughs> All right. So you hear the rumor about where the money is kept. Top floor, back room, the beast's office. Um, the first floor of this building is open to the public. It's a series of stores, um, little bodegas and little uh, restaurants and uh, none of them are particularly high quality, but the first floor is kind of a little shopping center. Um, so getting inside is pretty easy. Great. Um, however, the the central room of this uh, uh, sort of shopping center kind of vibe, it's a couple stories of building um, that sort of like opens up in the middle to kind of, it, it looks like it's supposed to be an indoor park kind of vibe. It's got that sort of Mall of America fake trees and... Um, sort of like little pathways that cross across it, but it's covered in uh, newspapers, hamburger wrappers, uh, styrofoam cups, and debris. Um, There's people sleeping on the floors, uh, being occasionally pushed around by the security guards. Um, It seems like a rough place to be. Um... So above you are 60 floors of uh, housing and gang territory between you and your money. What do you do? Well, check it out, guys. I got an idea here. The Beast never really wanted to pay for repairs on any of this stuff. And I had uh, this one family down the way, the, uh, the Jones Johnson family. They actually had me repair their heating system one, uh, last winter. I know that there's a ductway that goes up a few floors that if we can just get through their place and then up the way, we'll be good to go. Get to skip a couple of floors before before f- people notice we're here. Well, that sounds like a plan. Uh, do we need a distraction or are you just going to walk in through? Are you on good terms with the, what did you say, Johnson, Jackson's? Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. The Jones-Johnson family. The Jones-Johnsons are oh, lovely people there. I used to babysit their, their, uh, their four-year-old. Don't you, don't you dare. <laughs> I know the vent well. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, so. Uh, oh, vent well. It's a lovely company. So uh, the three of you make your way um, up the flight of stairs into the uh, first sort of like apartment area to the, what did you say? The Jones Jacksons or the Jackson Jones, Jones Johnson's, the I Jones think. Johnson's, the yep. Jones Johnson's family. They, they, they hyphenated. It's sort of a whole thing. Um, uh, and you knock on their door, um, or what's left of their door. There's a big chunk missing out of it. Um, the first handful of floors are, um, probably the poorest, um, buildings here. There, oh, I should mention, there is an elevator. Um, it's exclusively for gang use. Um, if you want to live, if you want to use the elevator to get anywhere, the you have to, as it were, show ID um, to some... There's a there's like three elevators, there's three guys in front of each of them, and they look tough as hell, and they, they only let people up who are wearing the colors. Um, so so you go to the, the Jones, ja- Jack, Jones Johnson's <laughs> And you knock on what's left of their door. Um, a little old lady answers it. Uh, she like looks around the three of you, goes, "Oh, uh, 
Antelope and Dorothy. <laughs> oh, how you doing, Pegatha? It's lovely to see you there. And uh, it looks behind and goes, oh, Roscoe, you, is there something wrong with our heating again? Did you get called? Yes, we need to examine it. Oh, that's great. I'm working with Roscoe now. So is Dorothy. That's true. Oh, Dorothy, you've picked up home maintenance stuff. Well, I'm here. This is more of a um, a trial run. I'm, I'm uh, you know, waiting on my big break. Uh, so uh, I've just been uh, doing a little uh, odd jobs, uh, you know, uh, babysitting and uh, following Roscoe around here just to pick up some extra cash to, you know, make that rent. Um so uh, it's a bit of a probationary period, just to, just until my uh, my ship comes in. You know what? Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, any, anyway, Miss Miss, I can't say it, Miss Miss Peggy. <laughs> we got uh, we actually got a call saying that there's there's something wrong with the connecting bits. So if we could just kind of get through, we'll be out of your hair, your hair really quickly. We just need to be able to access it and then get up in there. Oh yeah, sure. Right the right. Uh, right, right on through, and she she opens the door for you, um, and you step into this incredibly crowded um, living room. It's got like um, a bunch of uh, kids and like young adults sitting on the floor. Um, there's a there's a TV uh, sitting on a milk crate, um, like one of those big CRT tubes. It's got it's more back of TV than anything else. It's like <laughs> maybe twelve inches. Um, of screen and they're all crowded around it watching some cartoon. Uh, it's super staticky. Um, and then past that is a, another room that is, it smells horrible. Uh, clearly the bathroom, um, that, that doesn't seem to get cleaned basically ever. And then the next room has like sort of the heating equipment, like, uh, radiators and pipes and such. Antelope says, wow, that's a nice TV. Oh, thanks. One of the, uh, one of the kids picked it up. I don't know where from. Oh, interesting, interesting. I'm, like, looking around, trying to see if I can suss out which kid I can shake down. <laughs> <laughs> they all look, they're, they're all watching the TV very carefully. <laughs> they're not watching y'all all, all at all. Uh, Dorothy notices the static on the TV, and she goes, uh, Oh, geez, uh, here, let me see if I can fix that. And she starts playing with the, the rabbit ears, uh, trying to get a good Immediately, signal. Immediately, the signal's gone. Oh, jeepers. Uh, okay, so she's going to take her bag out and just whack it. Um, are you trying to kick this TV's ass? Uh, I think <laughs> something like I, I think I'm not trying to kick. Okay, ass. so, okay, you're trying to fix a TV. Uh, roll a, you know, for the kids, for the kids, uh, for roll, the kids. roll a D10. You are trying to roll below an eight, I believe. That's a one. Okay, that's that's certainly a success. So yeah, you you, you touch the, the 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 rabbit ears, the the picture's gone instantly, <laughs> and you go, oh dear, and you oh, start jeepers, oh jeepers, and you start waggling oh, the antennas around, there. Uh, and then all of a sudden it uh, locks in on the signal. Uh, you manage to find the right angle. The wa- the waves are bouncing correctly, and then basically all the static is gone. Um, it's a much better picture, and then um, the kids all go, thanks. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. Uh, oh, it looks like the president's on the TV there. You know, I don't like that guy. He gives all of us actors a bad name. <laughs> <laughs> Can you put it back in cartoons? Oh, short, and I click the <laughs> dial. Thanks. Oh, it's underdog. This is a good one. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, underdog. Oh, we've got a job to do, Antelope. Oh, you're right. We have to fix the... I'm already in the heating room trying <laughs> yeah, to just act, like, get the access uh, vent ready to go. Yeah, you, the vent's open already. You're, you're already halfway in. <laughs> yep. I'm starting to climb. Antelope uh, jumps up right after Roscoe. Okay. Yeah. So let's go ahead and do that climb. Um, I'm going to have uh, Matt roll it uh, for Roscoe because you're going first. Um, uh I imagine you're not trying to kick ass this here. This is not kicking this, ass. This, this, is, is, this is sneaking around. We're sneaking around. We're getting through. And I know this covers floors technically two through four. However, I'm pretty certain that this will lead us higher if we find the right access point. That What happens if you tie the number of bubble gum? <laughs> Equal to or less than the amount of bubble gum the character has left and the character succeeds. Woo! Yeah. Um, although, although, uh, do you mind if I throw a little complication on it a little bit? Oh, yeah. 
So um, you're trying to get up through the floors that would be detected up into the ones where they're paying a little bit less attention. Um, the, the first handful of floors I've labeled as slums. These are probably the poorest floors. There's going to be like, like um, the Jones Jacksons, J- the Jacksons Jones, the Jones Johnsons. Um, who, all three families live next door to each other. Well, they all live in the same apartment. Um, and the, 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 the eldest mother is the one uh, keeping watch of the kids while all the parents are out of work. Pegasus. They're actually all related by marriage. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> and um, the uh, yeah, so you're going to get through some of these floors easier than you might have otherwise. There's not going to be you're going to dodge some of the cheaper guards because um, people watch people watch floors like the um, people are people are paid by the beast to make certain that um, people don't get too high who ain't, who ain't supposed to be so high. Um, and before long, you find yourself into these slightly more expensive floors where people have a bedroom to the, just their family, pretty much. Um, and you pop out of the... Um, you're going to pop into an apartment building, and you don't know the people in them. That's the complication. So uh, you walk... you You fall out of the... Uh, access hatch into another room similarly shaped uh, you're in there like laundry room sort of zone and uh, you hear a, a TV playing in the next room over and you uh, hear a man talking to someone um, about like trying to get rent together you don't recognize his voice under my breath I'm like these <laughs> Bastards, all they care about is rent money. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, to... So, so you'll, you'll probably have to try to get past these folks somehow. Either by talking or walking or kicking their ass. I, I pull a hat out of my pocket and put it on to disguise myself. <laughs> who are you disguising yourself as? One of the gang members who wears a hat. One of the gang members who wears a hat. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jerry? So the, do you the mean bastards, Jerry? Do the bastards all wear specific hats? Um, they Is that part of their colors? Yes. No. no. <laughs> Antelope says yes because Antelope <laughs> thinks yes. Okay. okay. The, the fact that that's not correct is better. <laughs> you put on your trademark the bastards hat. It's got like a big B on Ooh. it. It's very stylized, like gothic font. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's certainly not for Baltimore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking of Boston, but yeah. Um, so are you going to just try to walk out? Yep. All right. Um, I want you to roll to convince these people you're supposed to be here. Is this ass kicking or no? You tell me. It is not. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> Equal to or less than the number of bubblegum you have left. Three. Okay. So you step out into the room. And uh, so there's there's a man standing there talking to um, who you can only assume is his wife. He's got like a button-down shirt with the sleeves rolled up. He's wearing suspenders. His hair is kind of like slicked back a bit. And he's got a paper in his hand. And he like looks over at you and like jumps. And what do you say to Wait, what do you do? Sorry about that, Steve. Uh, he, he like, like raised an eyebrow and goes, my name's not Steve. What are you doing in my house? Oh, sorry. Uh, I was, I was helping the boss, you know, but I just needed to cut through here. Please, please leave. All right. And he like <laughs> opens the door and like kind of goes like a get the fuck out kind of gesture. And then two more people walk out of the room or... Heating's good in there. We got we got that. We got to go check the next one. <laughs> oh yeah, we're helping the boss with heating. Okay. <laughs> uh, Peggy just tap dances through. <laughs> Dorothy. Sorry, Dorothy just tap dances through. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the door is slammed behind you, and you hear the lock click. Um, and um, you're standing in the hallway now, and you look down the hallway. And you spot um, a handful of guys standing by the stairway. Um, one of them has a baseball bat on his shoulder, and another one is—he's got a, like a 
a length of chain in his hand and he's like spinning it around and letting it wrap around his wrist and then unwrap around his wrist. He's just doing that over and over. Um, and then there's another guy who's just got um, his like hands crossed in front of his chest, like kind of tucked into his armpits in a way that you can't see what, what his hands are holding. And they, they're, uh, he like, he's looking down the hallway and he looks at you and he, he goes, Hey, nice hat. Come here. Oh man, I hope he doesn't try to take my hat so I <laughs> walk over there. Um, and he says, uh, "I got the. I bought this downstairs. They're selling them if you want one." Uh, he kind of like looks you up and down, looks the three of you up and down, and goes, "I never see that hat before." Oh well, they're selling them downstairs. I want that hat? You should give me that hat. I will sell it to you for. Oh God, how much did hats cost in the eighties? Like I will sell $3? it to you for seven nickels. <laughs> a penny farthing um, t- a tuppence a tuppence a t- for a hat a tuppence <laughs> um, he, uh, he stands up and, re- and reveals that his hands were crossed over a, uh, a pair of uh, revolvers um, under his arms and says I don't think you're going to sell me that hat I think you're just going to give that hat to me why did the boss put you up to this? Are you trying to razz me? Are you trying to? Are you trying to haze me? Because I'm new here. But this is going quick, well. Quick question about antelope. <laughs> what's the physicality of? What's their physicality? Are they like tall, beefy? Are they small, small, kind of weedy? Somewhere they're in between. small and weedy. Uh, so Roscoe's <laughs> going to actually loom up behind. Great. Roscoe is six foot three and two hundred and forty three pounds. Yeah. Big, big. You're buying the hat, or you're not getting it. And we're going up those stairs. Oh, what you think about that there? <laughs> um, what is Dorothy's stature? Uh, Dorothy is um, very plain looking, very like general average i don't know what average size for a woman is especially in the 80s um but uh very plain like mousy oh, brown hair like five five like five five like 119 pounds uh just uh she's a chameleon so she can play any role uh or at least that's what her resume says and to i believe her illustrate that she goes what you gonna do about it? And then she starts snapping and humming the opening lines of West Side Story <laughs> threateningly. Da 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 da. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. Um. So I still don't understand why why I didn't get that part. So the uh, me you, either, you hear, Dorothy. Me either. You hear the chain unravel from this guy's wrist. Um. The guy with the bat like cracks his neck. And the guy with the guns reaches behind himself very slowly and then draws out a butterfly knife and flips it around. He goes, you got to give me that fucking hat. And the you p- ain't going upstairs. I think you should be downstairs. Ross, Roscoe just extends his arm a little bit and a wrench slides down that he catches <laughs> and just baseball swings right at the front guy. All right. Sounds like you're kicking ass. Yep. <laughs> All right. You got to beat. Uh, an eight or higher, I believe. Nope. All right. What'd you get? I got a six. All right. So, uh, you baseball swing at the guy with the knife. Uh, he ducks under it. Um, the, he moves real fast and then he slides forward and then cuts you with his butterfly knife. <gasps> oh, no, no, that's it. We can't be having that there. And Dorothy or uh, yeah, Dorothy unzips her liquor, her bar bag uh, and takes out a bottle of beer. And she goes, mm, I you know, I never was one for beer. And then goes <laughs> and shatters it on the hand railing and like swings it at this guy. All right. And then Antelope uh, also like bangs their hands together like with the brass knuckles and makes a loud clang and is like you make my friend look stupid no one makes my friend look stupid other than Roscoe uh, so re- real quick uh, <laughs> mechanics for the for the last ass kick attempt um, the the failure to roll a um, uh, 
whenever you fail a non-combat roll, uh, you lose a stick of bubblegum. Uh, you may also sacrifice a stick of bubblegum before the roll to ensure success. Um, and uh, because you... Wait, it says anything you fail a non-combat roll. This was a combat roll that you failed. Yep. However, uh, bubblegum also rates your damage. Oh, yeah. So if someone succeeds in ass-kicking against you, you lose one stick of bubblegum. So, yeah, th- I-, I didn't roll for this guy mechanically, but I think he's going to hit you anyway. Actually, how about this? Um, I'll, I'll roll for him, mm-hmm. and if he rolls a uh, a five or higher, he he cuts you. That's a nine. So yeah. yep. Game so, of the yeah. bubblegum. I already did. You already did. Um, so yeah, it sounds like Peggy Malone and excuse me, Dorothy Clutterbucket. Sorry, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta put that a little bit closer in my view. Uh, Dorothy Clutterbucket. Dorothy Clutterbucket um, is going to be doing uh, an ass kicking first and followed immediately by Antelope. So give me a ass kicking roll. Cool. Can I just go ahead and sacrifice a bubble gum? It's not a non combat roll. Oh, it has to be a non-combat roll. Okay. Well, let's just see what the dice say, shall we? Well, that's a four. Okay. So uh, you swing your bottle. Are you swinging at the same guy that attacked uh, Roscoe, or are you going to attack the, uh, one of the other yeah, two? Yeah, I think I'll swing at him. Yeah. Okay. So you, you, you slide in, and you give a swing, and he, he like hops back, like arm, arms wide to like uh, uh, pull his body out of the way of the bottle. I'm going to do the same. Well, those are some again. fancy moves there. All right. Um, he, he swings at you with his butterfly knife, um, but you lean back just in time to dodge its blade. All right. Do uh, I lose a bubble gum? You do not. Oh. I, roll, I didn't roll high enough. Sweet. I, 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 I like that. It feels right to me. There's not currently anything in the rules about uh, I need to make any rolls, but it feels correct. Yeah. So, uh, Antelope, you are also going to try to attack these fools. I say now you tried to make my other friend look stupid. And then I just punch him and try to electrocute him with my electrified brass knuckles. <laughs> oh, that's also a four. Okay. So uh, you swing in and um, uh, he like, I think he just catches it. He just like, you, you punch his face. He just puts his hand up. And like catches your punch, and then you hit the button, and you realize that uh, he is holding just in such a way that he's barely not touching the brass knuckle. So it, it like sparks, and he like hops back and goes, "Oh shit!" Uh, and rolls a, a one, so he does not manage to cut you. Um, and so uh, the guy with the uh, butterfly knife and the guns uh, takes a few steps back and says. Uh, Get him, boys. I'm going to go tell the boss. And then he runs up the stairs. Uh, Peggy's going to go at, or uh, Dorothy's going to go after him. She goes, oh, no, not on my watch, and is going to chase um, him up the stairs. You're going to have to get past the other two. Okay. Um, so you could you could try to kick their ass, of course, or you could try to be real agile. I would like to um, jazz square around them. <laughs> As I jazz dance to uh, get out of the way of them and pursue uh, um, baseball bat up the stairs. Oh, uh, baseball bat or is, gun boy? Yeah, gun boy's gone up the stairs. Okay, so um, I'm trying to roll below my bubble gum. Uh, yeah, equal to or below. What's an eight? <laughs> okay. Um, so I think I'm going to do the thing I did earlier with the success, but a complication. Yeah, because, that sounds right. Uh, th- this is plot relevant. Um, you sprint up the stairs after doing a quick little jazz square to dodge baseball bat swing. And then you, you sprint up the stairs two steps at a time right behind um, gun guy. And you jump up and you grab him by the, like the, the pant leg to prevent him from getting away. And as he slips... Um, he lands on his back, pulls out his gun, and fires into the air three times. <gasps> Oof. And then you hear, you hear, what the fuck was that? And some guys come running down the stairs, and they poke their heads around the corner, and they look at you holding this guy's pants. Um, and they go, oh, shit, they got Jimmy. And then um, you hear uh, a door slam, 
and then you hear a siren go off. Oh shit! Um, how how many guys are coming down? Like four or five. Four or five. Well, she looks up with Jimmy flat on his back, pants around his ankles. Yeah, and she goes, um, "Well, there's always one room for a couple more boys. Get in here." <laughs> Can I tell what kind of siren it is? Is it? It's a klaxon. It's like a bam, 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 bam kind of sound. So sound. not a police siren. No. The sound. Oh yeah. What I was asking was, yeah, police or I was hoping for a fire truck, but that's okay. Uh. <laughs> uh. Then the siren goes off, and a you hear the, the classic intercom squeal, like ee as someone like starts up the intercom and someone says uh, in the intercom, Hey everyone, this is the beast. I just got word that there's three people in my facilities trying to cause a ruckus. I know who they are. I know what they want. And if you bring me their heads, I'll give you free rent for a year. Now, does that extend to everybody in the building <laughs> or just the people who are not the three other people? <laughs> Obviously, you can't talk to him. He's on an intercom. <laughs> Antelope has decided to use the distraction to just try to sneak up the stairs. Okay. So I'm trying to just go up the stairs unseen. Do you want to spend a bubble gun to do it for free? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you quickly move your way up the stairs as the two guards that were blocking your way like look up at the intercom. And then, then they look back. And it's just Roscoe. It's just Roscoe. <laughs> Roscoe in the wrench. What do you do? So the way I'm envisioning this is kind of like we're looking into the stairs and then there's open air to the plaza below behind, behind, behind me. Um, yeah, well, uh, off to the side. So like you, the stairs are going, you know, sideways up and forth a thing. And occasionally there's, there's like an open air looking out over the plaza. Yep. Roscoe's going to look at those two guys, look back over his shoulder, look back at the two guys and go, well, nice knowing you goes out the, uh, Goes out that open air gap. Uh huh. And instead of jumping off the railing and out, hits the railing and lips up to parkour up to the next level. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, go ahead and roll it under your bubble gum or at. Sick. That's a seven. Okay. <laughs> so you uh, you jump out. You uh, you grab hold of the concrete. And you do a mantle up to the next floor. Um, you get up there and you spot. Uh, um, you go up there and you spot Antelope uh, creeping up the steps and uh, Dorothy uh, getting up from the floor um, <laughs> where this guy is trying to scramble his pants on real quick as uh. a bunch of other people come around the corner looking at you three going, Oh shit, these are the people he mentioned. There's my paycheck. Can I just kick Jimmy real fast in the chin, make sure he stays up, stays down? Sure. Alrighty. Okay. So um my way's not being blocked by those people coming down the stairs, correct? Um so if if so if you just turn around to go up the stairs, mm. they're not in the way there. Okay. But um, these people are, like, in the hallway of this area. Okay, okay, so we're, like, in the stairwell. Okay, I got it. Uh, uh, Antelope just keeps going. Hasn't been caught yet. It's just going to keep trying their luck. Okay, so you go up to the next floor. Upwards and inwards, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, I sort of signal to them to follow me because everyone's distracted. Uh, you sprint up the stairs and you get it to the next floor, and then you go up to the next floor past that. And then as soon as you get about halfway up, there is a chain link fence that has been barricaded across the stairs. Oh, shit. 
Um, it's got a bunch of like debris and rubble that's been like piled on top of it to make it like harder to move than it would otherwise be. This is very clearly an aftermarket ass uh, stairway blockage. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this fl- then you so you head back down to get to a place where you might be able to move up, and you look through this next area, and it is dramatically different than the two floors below. Uh, a bunch of the walls have been purposefully torn out to make a larger area. Um, there are um, my my brain can only describe it as like you know you know those like oil can fires that people build to stay warm. Like mm-hmm. it has that vibe. Okay, it, it's like th- this floor is very clearly like a uh, sort of staging area for what's upstairs. There's a bunch of people sitting around um, and a. And by sitting around, they're they're clearly putting together their kit. They're like you know looking for bats. They're like you know loading up their their zip guns. Um, the these guys are wearing um, some of the gang colors, but in a way that makes it look like their colors are faded. The, these guys are not uh, high up gang guys. These guys are wannabes. Well, it's, they seem easy to convince I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> With your cool hat? Oh, yeah. I probably did retain my hat because everyone got distracted. So I go, hey, hey, I'm one of you guys. I'm just trying to get through. <laughs> I need you to roll that one. <laughs> this is ass kicking or not. No. <laughs> that is a 10. Okay, so uh, you do not succeed. Great. And uh, you lose a stick of bubble gum. I need a stick of bubble gum from you. Great. Uh, so you say, hey, I'm one of yous. <laughs> um, they look over at you, and they look at your hat, and they look back at you. And I go, see, bastards. That That's, that's the Baltimore Orioles logo. <laughs> no, there's not. There's no bird. Uh, I, mean, I took it off. <laughs> oh, they're, they're orange we're red they're different colors are you colorblind yes <laughs> um seeing that antelope is struggling you said these were like um like faded gang members these are like prospects basically. prospects okay um and are there currently like oil drum fires burning at the moment? Yeah, sure. Okay. Fuck it. Um, this building shouldn't have oil drum fires in it, but fuck it. <laughs> it's <kay>. cold. <laughs> um, I would like. Uh, how much of a menace do I want to be? Um, now the money won't be there if you burn the whole building down. That's yeah, true. That's a good point. Okay. Although, is that safe? Not fireproof. Oh, who knows. It might not be. The vault might be. The supports definitely aren't. (laughs) Okay, but here's what I'm thinking, Dorothy. (laughs) Well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take just like a fifth of like the cheapest bottle of vodka that I have in my bag and just roll it through there. Um, So with with the top open so it like pours out the whole way? No, I just want them to see, oh, free booze and fight over it uh, to give us a distraction to move through. Yeah, go for it. Uh, can I just sacrifice a bubble gum? Absolutely. As Dorothy throws it out, I yell, don't fight over it, though. Remember, we're all on the same team. <laughs> uh, so, some guy says, we we on the same team as you. You're one of the three. You're one of those three people. So I'm not. Uh, I think someone played a joke on me and taught me orange and red wrong. <laughs> oh, the educational system in this country is just awful. As she's like running past. We're all like just trying to be so weird that they don't notice us leaving. Uh, and as we run through, I'm going to say uh, we may just be three but if every one of you just brings in one person, then that three will grow into six. And if each one of those just talks to one more person, that six will grow into 12. And pretty soon we will outnumber all of the the, the bastards. So you can either stop us or you can join us. Uh, so one of them is yeah. this, this guy's like missing an eye. And Aww. we uh, can't do anything about that. That's and, gone for good. And he and he he's got like a a, um, a a tire iron in one hand, 
And he, he like, kind of stops for a second and goes, like, that just sounds like a pyramid scheme. What? Oh, this is an apartment building. It doesn't get <laughs> narrower at the bottom. It stays the same all the way up. I don't think the phrase pyramid scheme has been invented yet. <laughs> Dorothy takes a, a, a golf pencil from behind her <laughs> ear and writes a note to herself. Pyramid scheme. Mm. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Puts it back in her her shirt. So um, a decent chunk of these guys are all fighting over the booze now, right? Yeah, yeah. There, there are there's a few fighting over the booze. As Antelope is trying um, to get I them think, to share. I think the one-eyed guy and a couple other the ones who had clearly detected that you're not part of this a part of this gang. Sander <laughs> <laughs> uh, just gave a very dramatic thumbs down. <laughs> It feels very like uh, uh, American Idol, like X button on this guy kind of vibes. So uh, yeah, so the, the the guy with the eye patch, um, the guy who can tell the colors apart, and like one other guy are like following the three of you um, as you guys try to navigate through the space um, to uh, what you guys know to be the other side of the building, which has a different staircase. Okay. So oh, I, look, they're following us. All right. We're six strong now. And I just start chanting six strong, six strong, six strong, uh, six strong. A tire iron is thrown at your back. Oh, I misinterpreted that. <laughs> oh, so, no, they threw you a weapon. Pick it up we, in case you need it. Oh, I'm definitely going to pick up that tire uh, iron. Yeah, I am going to make you take, uh, give me a bubble gum because I, I, I rolled enough damage to hit you. That's um, fair. Oh, jeepers, that hurt. Oh. Well, that soccer injury—that's uh, that's acting up now. So we so we make it around the around the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, there's another three guys at the ent- entrance, and they they see the three of you coming. They see the three guys chasing you. Um, one of them pulls a revolver. The other two um, uh, draw some kind. Of, fuck it, machetes. And um, they uh, get ready to, like, defend this entrance. I have no better ideas than this. Full body flying press. Let's go. <laughs> All right. One of me, three of them is the only way I can think of to take, take them out. And I'm going to see how this goes before I gear up my brass knuckles. How many bubble gums do you have? I have seven. What'd you roll? A four. Ooh. Um, okay, so you said flying press. Yep. You're, so you're running, jumping sideways to yep. like try to hit multiple guys at once. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm gonna need a bubble gum for that one. Um, I will. Sorry, you're good. I will say that um, you bowled down one of the three. Like you don't like knock the other two over, but the first guy who, who who like he jumps at you, he like you know puts his arms up. He kind of like like uh, body checks you into the ground a bit. Um, then the uh, the one with the revolver opens fire. What do you do? I go. Remember the five Ds: <laughs> dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. And then then I go to just punch one of them in the face and I go. Are you punching the guy with a revolver or the guy with a machete? Ooh, probably the revolver because at nothing else I want to knock the revolver out of his hand. Okay. Uh, This sounds like an ass kicking roll. Yeah. And I'm thinking this is a, a broken down new york apartment building in the 80s probably most of these people are catholic or christian in some way and i go <laughs> you must be father son and holy ghost and then i punch him <laughs> and that's a three so that's pretty bad okay so <laughs> that is not enough to kick his ass it is not um that is correct yeah i think you just get shot <laughs> <laughs> They say never bring a knife to a gunfight. Yeah, you run up to you, you you run up to punch this guy. You don't dodge, and he just like shoots you in like the upper part of the chest, like in a spot where you can survive it, like right through here. Can like you can survive that one by here? I'm um, pointing at like the kind of soft part 
uh, below my shoulder blade and the like, meat of the shoulder. Yeah, that meaty part of the shoulder. He just shoots you right there. You um, you swing at him. You would have hit him, but the impact from the bullet throws your aim off. Um, and I go, oh, you got lucky today. I'm, I'm gonna eat one of bubble gums. Um, um, as uh, Dorothy is running up, she goes, "Everyone, stop fighting! Those are the three that is that are trying to get to the boss. We gotta stop them from getting through this door." And what, I'm pointing, jo- <laughs> pointing behind Jones, Johnson, and Jimothy. Yeah, those guys. <laughs> I know those guys. I don't know you three. Well, fuck that. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> I think you're confused. I hit you too hard. We are Jones, Johnson, and Jimothy. <laughs> Uh, and she's just gonna she's gonna swing her bag at this guy's nards. Hell yeah, roll it. So one, two, three, four, five. Okay, so you six need a or seven, above. seven or higher. So I have six. You have to roll above. You know, at or above your bubble gum. I'm saying no. You have to roll above eight. You That's got it, above. anyways. So you wish to roll anyway. greater than that of bubble gum. You got it. You got it. Yep. Yep. All right. So you. You dodge around Antelope. Uh, you swing your bag in an upwards trajectory. <laughs> Thunk. And a, uh, a bottle of scotch uh, in the front of the bag um, collides with this man's genitals. Uh, he's lifted about a, f- a foot and a half straight into the air by the momentum. And he collapses into a pile on the ground holding his junk. Uh, his machete clatters to the floor, and he is not moving. And she I go, just, yay, Dorothy, now you have a machete. So she bends <laughs> over, slides that into her, uh, uh, the back of her shirt. Okay. Like behind her bra strap, so she's got that. <laughs> okay, I was like, on. how's it going to stay there? Bra strap makes sense. Uh, and then she's got the tire iron <laughs> crossing it <laughs> on her back. And she says, uh, oh... That looked like it hurt there. Uh, well, looks like you'll be singing falsetto for a while. Let's go, boys. Um, uh, the guy with the revolver a takes a couple steps back and aims at uh, Dorothy, and he's going to shoot at you. Um, Roscoe or Antelope, y'all going to be able to do anything about that? Uh, I'm still tangled with the other machete machete guy. Okay, you're still grappling him. I am going to try a feat of ass kicking because I am going to try to throw something to like knock the revolver or even the bullet off course. What you going to throw? Just like a debris I found on the ground. What, what like what is he? It's like a piece of brick. Okay, yeah, I think that. <laughs> I want visuals. Yeah, a ch- a chunk of classic New York brick. Yes. Red, red brick. There you go, Antelope. It's 1969 and this is the Stonewall Inn. Check that brick. <laughs> oh my god, these dice are banished. That's a 3. Okay, so well, that's not going to start a revolution. <laughs> so uh you throw the brick. Uh, he dodges it and takes a few steps back. You guys are effectively pushing him backwards up Great. the stairs, which is the direction you're going. Yeah. You can hold on to that. Great. This dice is still in dice jail. Would you like a different one? Yes. <laughs> Just in case this blue one betrays me. Thank you. All right. Roscoe has not exactly been studying jujitsu. Uh-huh. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Incredible. I'm it- tangled with the guy. Yeah. There's another guy right there. Roscoe is much larger than the guy he's tangling with. So the concept of rolling and using that momentum to just push up and into the the shooter. Okay. So you're going to try to throw this dude at his buddy. Preferably, like, I think it's much more of a shove at his general knee area. Sure. But that's the intent. All right. What you rolling? A D10. I mean, are you, you're kicking ass. <laughs> that's what, that's what okay, I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm waiting for you to tell me if that's kicking ass or yeah, not. Yeah, that's kicking ass. Alrighty. So I got to roll above a, above a... I got to roll a seven or higher. Okay. Nat 10. No, that's a two. Okay. Nat two. Um, so I think you shove this guy. Um, and as you shove him, uh, the machete he's still holding uh, slices across your arm. That tracks. Hold on, let's see if I can do this. <laughs> Excellent audio. Uh, I have I have a, a glass dice bowl that Matt just ricocheted dice off of. To be fair, I hit 
the inside of the bowl perfectly, but it's not like a curved bowl or and, a yeah, hoop. It's, like going, it's going like straight sides. So I impacted it, completely ricocheted back off the table and went past yeah, me it's in the a, other direction. Like how that guy almost missed you with that machete. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so yeah, he sliced your arm pretty good. Uh, yeah, so this guy's retreating up the stairs. Um, there's three guys behind you catching up. Um, before long, you're going to be tangling with four folks at once unless you guys do something. Is there a door to this stairwell? Like a door you could close? Yeah. I like that. Sure. Okay. Um, I uh, Dorothy's going to run. I was like, all right, guys, come on, come on get, 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 get in, get in. Um, and then she's going to slam the door shut and shove the tire iron uh, through cool. the um, the what's it called? Handle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's how doors are closed. They have handles. Yeah. So you bar the door shut uh, using a non-ass kicking. Yeah. So you could either roll it or you could give me a bubble gum. I'll give you a bubble gum. Excellent. Nom, nom, nom. Bubble gum, bubble gum. Door is (laughs) bolted. Uh, The three guys, Jim's, John's, Jimothy, uh, lawyers at law. Um, uh, Lawyers at law? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, they're not real attorneys. They can't call themselves attorneys. They can call themselves lawyers because they law. Um, they lie a lot. Um, they slam into the door. I don't door. think that's how anything works. Shh, 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 shh. Uh, we're all very tired. Um, I'm fine. I'm just like this. <laughs> so they, they slam against the door, and uh, the three of you uh, sprint up the stairs trying to dodge bullets from... Uh, the guy with the gun. He's got a couple shots left, so he's trying to be careful. And he hasn't hit any... Well, he has hit one of you. Um, so, I think uh, Antelope, I believe you're up. I'm sorry, I was distracted by Small Fry. Can you repeat what the situation <laughs> is? Um, you, are in, you are in the stairwell. Okay. And the guy with the gun, the revolver, is backing up the stairs. Um calling for help and shooting down at you. Well, that's not good. Um, I feel like I'm going to try to just keep sneaking upstairs. (laughs) You're going to sneak around this guy. I'm going to try to like, okay, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going (laughs) to Um, I'm going to go, oh my god, look, and point, and then when he looks, I'm going to shoot past him. <laughs> that, that was shoot past him. Can Peggy, or can uh, Dorothy assist by, like, flashing him? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure. Uh, why don't you uh, roll for that? Great. Ass kicking or no? No. <laughs> All right, so you need a five or less. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't like that one. Seven. All right, so you do not. How succeed. are my tits helping? <laughs> They're not. Um, I think. I think your uh, your your brazier is, is caught up on the machete you have back. There. Oh, that that that'll and, and do it, it. And it gets a little tricky to to, to lift it up. You lift it up, you feel something. You go, oh no! And then it, <laughs> oh you, jeepers, huh? You, like, you, you, oh, get back in there, Sheila. <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't even notice on account of the fact that most of your shirt's still covering you, and he's. <laughs> Uh, trying to fire shots at our uh, antelope um, who is effectively dodging said shots but unable to continue up the stairs um, while he's pinning you down. Um, You are... uh, The next floor is... uh, You'll practically be on it because I said, like you said, he's backing into it. Great. Um, And you open the door to the next floor uh, trying to remain behind enough cover to not get shot. And you look into the nicest rooms you've seen thus far. Uh, this next room for all of the horrible debris in the previous floors and then the rough nature of the floors below, the, this area looks positively normal. It's got nice carpets. The walls have been repainted recently. And um, all of the build, all of the uh, the light fixtures are working. There's welcome mats out. 
and there's one guy backing up down the hallway with a revolver. This must be where the beast lives. I think he's a couple floors up, but oh, look, they got Crystal Pepsi. Ooh, <laughs> I grab one and drink it. <laughs> I'm going to stick a couple of those in my bag for later. <laughs> I, I hand one to Roscoe. Um, the guy backing up down the hallway, is it the same guy that's been shooting at yep. us? Okay. Okay. Um, hmm. Okay. While, while the others are grabbing the Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> I don't know where they're grabbing it from. Is there like a <laughs> bowl a or something? There's, yeah, there's like a fridge or like an open cooler with like ice and Crystal I, Pepsi. I, lo- I love how they, I'm like, this place is pretty nice. And you're like, they must have free soda. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought like, yeah, I assumed that the, it was like. Um, or it's like the guy's soda. We're like obviously stealing it. <laughs> yeah, I imagined like there was like a little office area. Um, I think for we're this in. Floor. I, I think we're in like lower middle class at this point, mm-hmm. yeah. as compared to like full amenities and. and well, it's not new membership. Coke. <laughs> it's Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> I think they probably cost the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's a taste thing. A short version of the long story: Roscoe's going to get his feet underneath him, okay, and just full-on charge and football tackle. Sweet. How'd you get all the way up here without your feet underneath you? That's a long way to walk on your hands there, buddy. Ros- He's very fast. <laughs> Roscoe's effectively been rolling and, like, crawling up the stairs, like, scrambling. Ooh, it just sends shutters down my, down, down my spine. That's a four. You're still at or, or under? I've got five bubblegum left. <sighs> all right. So you go to tackle him. I think he shoots you too. I just feel that's appropriate. Oh, man. You, you, uh, you, you go to tackle the man, and he shoots you, and the pair of you go down in a uh, a pile. Um, just then, with the the gunshot echoing out through the walls, um, uh, a door behind you opens up, and you see this like huge dude step out. He's probably like seven foot, three hundred pounds of mostly muscle. Um, he's got a bulletproof vest on the top half of his chest. He's not, he's too big to wear it properly, but he's still got a bulletproof vest on, uh, his head is shaved bald, but he's got a goatee. Um, Mm. and he looks at the three of you cracks his knuckles and starts walking towards you. Oh, Hey man, Steve, how's it going? Uh, he's going to take a bunch of you. I'm going to duck. All right, roll it. This is a non-ass kicking. Um, do you want to retaliate? Or are you just being avoided? I'm just ducking. Okay, the non-ass kicking. Five or less. One. So you made it. I did make it. Uh, okay, yeah. So he he swings a punch at you. Uh, you close the distance. Uh, and duck under his arm. It's not too hard. The man's very tall. <laughs> But you're yeah you're within you're within punching range, but you didn't get hit. Great. And can I? So I'm like kind of under him. Uh huh. Can I try to electrocute like his genitals <laughs> with my brass knuckles? Shock the tank. For our listeners at home, Cassandra is p- punching upwards. What are we gonna do? Call you the shocker? <laughs> uh, my my name is Antelope. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, roll it. Roll ass. Roll ass kicking. Okay, and so that is six or above. Uh, you have six dice left. Uh, five. five. Di- yeah, five. Yeah. Bu- five so, sticks of bubble gum. Yep. So s- let's get nat ten. Nat ten. <sighs> did you manage to kick ass, or did you roll under? It is a three. Oh. So you you swing in. Um. You hit the electric button. And electricity courses through your veins. <laughs> oh no! Uh, it hit his. Uh, I hope this is my superhero origin story. <laughs> you hit his jacket, his uh, his his uh, armor, and then you hit the electric electrocution, and the lack of insulation at all on these knuckle dusters um, 
sends most of the electricity back through back through you. Uh, you are rocketed backwards about ten feet as he raises an eyebrow. <laughs> Humans aren't supposed to be able to move like that. <laughs> this might be a real fight for him, and he starts taking some steps forward. Um, I want to run at the other guy, and uh, she says, uh, "You know what? I've had enough of this." Pulls the machete out and is just going to full on anime run down the hall, yeah, and like swing at this guy. All right, roll ass kicking. Is this the big guy or the shooter guy? Shooter guy. The, the shooter guy, because I want that gun. Well, that's a four. That doesn't work. Okay, uh, you <laughs> you swing at him. Uh, he falls over and kind of scrambles backwards. So you are cutting through the carpet as you run, and then you swing, ripping the sword through the, the last of the carpet as you as you narrowly miss him as he just sort of like hops slightly backwards out of the way. I still look good doing it. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a uh, Dorothy Clutterbucket uh, dual wielding <laughs> uh, a bag full of booze and a machete. <laughs> Uh, carpet fluttering through the air. All right, uh, Roscoe. All right, Roscoe, what's your plan? Um, so I'm catch- catching back up to my feet, catching my breath. This is one of the nicer hallways where the appliances work, right? Mm-hmm. Is there a release for a fire door? Ooh. Um, explain to me what you mean by release for a fire door. Like a, what are you looking out of? What are you looking to get out of this? I'm looking to hit a button uh-huh. and drop a door in between Antelope and the big dude, stranding the big dude on the other side. If there would be one, it would be in the hall. It would be at the end of the hallway, in front of the stairs. I think y'all are past that. So maybe you could do that if you get to the next stairway. I'm debating on how I want to try and do this mm-hmm. because I either go back to help Antelope or I continue going forward, helping with the shooter guy, or I go all the way forward to the next stairway. Save yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we got this. She makes another swing. <laughs> Antelope's like, yeah, we got this as they have not made a single actual. Contact. Yeah. I'm going to get past them and get to the next stairwell. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I, I don't necessarily think you have to roll to just run. That makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shooter guy is getting fo- getting focused down by a machete. Yeah, right yeah, now. he's dodging a machete. machete you're you're gonna squeeze past them, and he's got to be running out of bullets by now, right? If you said a revolver. That's six bullets. Yeah, he's fired about five times now. Yep. He's he's got one left. He's looking to get the right shot on you. But yep. I think speaking of which, that might be the, that might be this opportunity. I think um, he levels the pistol at your head. Uh, so I think you got to do something. So can we do one of those cool like standoffs where we're like rolling around and he levels the pistol at my head and he kind of like looks at me and I just like look down and I've got the machete like on the inside of his thigh and Ooh. she's going to lean in and go You would think that uh, you can pull that trigger quicker than I can uh Take off the family goods here. Why don't you try me, punk? <laughs> so, is this an ass-kicking roll or is this a non-ass-kicking roll? Because this might be a talk-down situation. I think she's trying to intimidate him. Yeah, that doesn't um, sound like ass-kicking to me. Yeah, and I, I will sacrifice a bubble gum to yeah, talk him yeah. out of that. All right, so um, he puts the gun to your head, but the hammer's down which requires a lot of force to pull it hard enough to make it fire. And then he looks down and there's a machete right up in the, right up in his gooch. And he goes like, he pauses for a second, um, realizes that you mean business. And it's like, I could either shoot Dorothy clutter bucket in the head and be a eunuch for the rest of my life. <laughs> but have rent money or I could have kids later. And he, do you feel lucky punk? Uh, <laughs> he lets go of the handle so that the gun flips back and forth on his index finger. Mm-hmm. And then like 
starts to back away. Can I grab the gun off of his finger? Okay, so I'm going to grab that, and I'll look at it, notice that there's one bullet left, and put it in the back of my my skirt. Okay. All right. Um, And then I go, go on, get! He uh, backs past the huge guy, who then shoves him through a wall. (laughs) Oh, damn. Uh the big guy just like pushes this guy straight into the drywall of an apartment building and just through the wall. Um, the, uh, the, uh, the big guy starts to run at you. Thundering footstep after a thundering footstep. This is where Roscoe starts screaming antelope antelope. Come on. And as soon as they're past the, the way, God damn it. <laughs> You're so bad at giving me bubble gum. That's so, when I hit the, the fire escape. Uh, so uh, Dorothy, Antelope, and Roscoe all run through the fire door area. You slam the button. A fire alarm starts blaring. And a thick metal and glass door slams down from the ceiling into the floor uh, locking in place as the big guy slams into it hard enough to dent it towards you a bit. Mm, listen to Lesser Evil. Yeah. We're about to wrap the first season. Do you want to tell them what Lesser Evil is a Lesser little bit? Lesser Evil <laughs> is a live play D&D podcast set in a world vaguely reminiscent of the 1990s where the Dark Lord has risen to power and the bad guys lost. Good guys lost, right? The good guys lost. Yeah, the good guys lost. Bad guys are in power. We're killing this. We're, we're killing it tonight. Uh, I'm the jam. Cassandra's on it. It's all queer people. It's not being even five o'clock yet. <laughs> Being being bad little office workers. Proper naughty boys. Proper naughty boys. Proper naughty boys. As a real proper naughty boy, they is. Anyone else have any plugs? Nope, I think that one's it. You can check us out. I usually do. Oh, yeah. Hi, I'm Cassandra Snow. My most recent book is called Lessons from the Empress, a tarot workbook for self-care and creative growth co-written with siri vincent pluff buy that wherever you buy books i also wrote other books that you can also buy wherever you buy books this episode was brought to you by proper naughty boys <laughs> proper naughty boys <laughs> all right thank you for listening uh you can find us at micro rpgs on instagram twitter facebook youtube or email us at micro rpgs at gmail.com we also have a discord you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash table it. Um, if you want to support us financially, uh, you can rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. And most importantly, tell a friend about us. Our theme is Chill Viber Jazz by Danny Dory. And I'll see you all next time. Mummy, I don't want to be a naughty boy. <laughs> <laughs>